Alright, race fans, welcome to the Caution Flag Contemplations Podcast with Casper the host. This is your home for all the racing news and nonsense you actually need. Whether you're here for some dirty talk or the juicy details of my asphalt affair, just remember this show is by fan for the fans. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome in, race fans, and happy, happy, happy Friday! Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Oh yeah, <laughs> y'all like that, I know, I know, I know, it's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna start singing again here for y'all in just a minute. And, oh, uh, ow! Oh, no, sorry, just kidding. Um. Anyways, hope y'all had a great week. <clears throat> sorry for my, um, a little bit, uh, a little bit muted, dull show earlier in the week. I, I don't know. The Bristol thing had me a little depressed. But hey, listen, it's Friday. Right now we're going to talk about Friday. We're going to talk about the weekend. We're going to talk about all the good stuff coming up. We're not going to talk about the negative stuff. However, if you would like, stick around for the end of this episode and you can listen to me bitch for about 27 minutes, okay? <laughs> I just recorded that before I'm doing this part. So it's going to be a good time if you want to listen to that. So, um, Other than that, Great news today, guys. Uh, Chase Elliott will be back in the nine car at Martinsville Speedway. Uh, wasn't sure. Wasn't sure what Chase was going to do there. I was very curious. Felt like the Bristol dirt probably wasn't going to be the answer. Obviously, the track could have been rougher than it was. Um, Martinsville's pretty tough. you got to use both legs. Gas and brake. Um, Talladega, again. Another one's like, do you really want to come back first for Talladega after you haven't been in the car in a while? No, probably not. So, but at that point, if he went any longer than that, he'd been getting farther behind in the points and, you know, had to come back. So, Chase come back this week in Martinsville. Uh, probably going to be a little tough for him. Hopefully, it works out. They're still going to have Josh Berry on standby to fill in for him. Um, I just want to say thank you to Josh for uh, doing a good job being up there. I'm super pumped because Josh Berry has proved that he can be a full time Cup Series driver. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be good. He'll, 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 he will be a full-time Cup Series driver for Junior Motorsports. It's just a matter of time. Let's be honest. It is just a matter of time. So, um, congratulations, Josh. He did a great job. We missed him. Jordan Taylor as well. All right. Moving on. Like I said, Chase is back. Okay, we're at Martinsville. The the paperclip. The, uh, the hot dog. The hot dog track. You know, it's a great place. I got some hot dogs at Martinsville last year for the first time ever. I was able to attend Martinsville Speedway, which I was going back this weekend. Obviously, it's just not working out. I need a weekend off. I'm tired. Um, it's going to be a good time, though, man. Like, I'm excited to watch that race. Uh, back on a short track where we belong, uh, as in not dirt. And uh, super pumped to see what happens. I think we're going to see a lot about the shifting. Hopefully, there's not going to be shifting. My... Cross my fingers, cross my heart, hope die. Please, no shifting this week. Dear Jesus, please, no shifting. And the cup race this week. Side-by-side racing is what we want, okay? There's a chance. I don't feel great about it, to be honest, though, but there's a chance. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully we have a great race, and it's a lot more exciting than one last week. So without further ado, let me kind of give you guys the weekend schedule here. Uh, Friday... Truck, practice and qualifying at 3 o'clock. Xfinity, practice and qualifying at 5 o'clock. And 740, truck green flag. 200 lap race on Friday night. Saturday, cup, practice and qualifying is at 430. Um, I was on Fox Sports 1. Um, and that 745, they're going to have the Xfinity race. That's going to be a 250 lapper. Um that would be going to watch. And then on Sunday, 3 o'clock, you're going to have the cup race. It's going to be a 400-lap race around the paperclip. Um, there is some chance to rain this weekend at this event. Uh, the wet weather, damp weather tires will be there and ready to go. It looks to me like, as of Thursday night when I record this, it looks like there is a chance that we might get to see tires that uh, are made for rain on cup cars at Martinsville. So, if that could happen, it could be a shit show. It could be wonderful. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe it won't happen, but it could happen if it does. 
they will cross that bridge, right? But um, NASCAR is not going to race in a hard rain. They're just going to race in damp conditions. They're not there to race for, you know, downpours where there's standing water. It's more there so they don't have to wait to dry the track, okay? That's kind of more what they're going for. So just so everybody kind of knows that um, going into it. So basically, I'm going to keep it pretty simple on the Cup Series this week. I'm going to make my picks, okay? Uh, truck race, I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes for the dub. Um, been looking good all year. I think it's time. I think that's uh, what he's going to do. I think Ben Rhodes is going to get the win. Um, Xfinity race. I'm very torn here. And, again, I'm going to be with a junior motorsports driver. Um, there's actually a third one in my mind is Cole Custer, but I'm not taking him. So, I'm kind of between Sam Mayer and um, Josh Berry. I think it's going to be Josh Berry. Josh Berry's going to be back just doing the Xfinity thing this week. He needs he needs a win, honestly. He's he's uh to kind of get his confidence back up. He's obviously been really busy running Cup and Xfinity and you know trying to get all that done. But I think uh, this right here, Josh Berry's going to come back get a win at Xfinity Series this week at Martinsville. He's a great track. He's raced there a lot. Um, it's his kind of track, short track, and I'm going to take Josh Berry for the win at Xfinity Series. Over Sam Mayer in second. I'm even going to go that and call my shot. Okay. Uh, Cup Series. Here we go. You ready? Chase. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha good. No, I'm not going to pick Chase Elliott for the Cup Series. However, I am going to say this about Chase Elliott's return. Okay. This is another prediction. Chase Elliott wins in the first three weeks back. You hear that? Chase Elliott will either win Martinsville, Talladega, or Dover. Bet on it. Bet on it. Um, and, um, you know, all the haters. <clears throat> I did a quick scroll today for a minute on the Chase Elliott news. You people are saying that Josh Berry proved that Chase Elliott shouldn't be a driver. Have y'all looked at his average finish for the last three years? Go look it up and see how many guys have been better. Please. Before you keep saying dumb stuff, go look. Go look. Chase Elliott is going to win a race before the playoffs. He's going to be in the playoffs. Um, He's probably going to make one round, and then he's probably going to go out. It's going to be hard. He's going to have to get a lot of playoff points between now and the end of uh, the regular season if he's going to do something. Um, I think his only option is kind of try to win every stage. I just... I feel like that's the strategy that him and Allen should go with. I don't know if they'll do that or try to win a bunch of races, but basically they got to go for races or stages, and they kind of have to pick one, and they kind of have to pick one right now. Um, usually you get guys that pick that two or three races to go left in the year. They kind of have to pick that right now, what they want to do. So we'll see. But I'm taking Chase to get a win this first three races back. Okay, I'm doing it. <clears throat> you heard it here. If you got a problem with it, come back, complain, call me. But Martinsville, I'm making a pick. Kevin Happy Harvick gets the dub at Martinsville. I think uh, Rodney's going to have that car ready to go. Uh, I think that's a good track for Kevin. Um, you know, Kevin's been running a lot better here, and uh, he has to get a win his last year. And uh, I think he's going to get more than one. So let's go ahead and get it started at Martinsville this week. So I'm taking Kevin Harvick for the dub at the paperclip on Sunday. Okay. Um, I'm also going to say we're going to have less than eight cautions in the cup race. And I hope I'm wrong when I say that. But I'm going to say less than eight. That's approximately uh, one every 50 laps eight is uh, in a 400-lap race. So um, hopefully there's more than that. But uh, there's not going to be. So y'all just mark that down. I think it's going to be pretty clean and green. I think there's still going to be shifting. Hope I'm wrong. But I think there is going to be. I'm not going to complain about it like I did Bristol Dirt, though, because we're still going to run our regular points format. We're running our regular races, and we're in our regular cars that are made for asphalt tracks okay all right done with that that was easy all right now comes the fun part of the weekend and this is the part of the show larry comes out to sing a silly song just kidding um so uh does anybody here like dirt racing apparently not i learned over the last week that nobody likes dirt racing dirt racing is crap and uh, i'm gonna talk about that in the next part of this episode so i'm gonna quit talking about it right now but anyways I love dirt racing. There's a lot of dirt racing going on this weekend. On Friday, April 14th, the notable things here for us, East Tennessee folk, okay? Um, you have the MLRA racing at 34 Raceway in West 
Burlington, Iowa. They're also there right now as we speak, racing at Davenport. Um, which Brandon Shepard was up there. I really um, expected to see Brandon down at um, uh, Bulls Gap, but he's not going to be there, it doesn't appear. Um, so he's going to run MLR there this weekend, I suppose. Um, they have a 10,000 win race tomorrow oh, on or on Friday, uh, $10,555 at 34 Raceway. And that is followed up by a $5,000 to win race on Saturday for MLRA. So, um, you know, that's cool. I'm all right with it. A little surprised Brandon's not coming down here. That's kind of one to watch. Um, I-75 Raceway is going to have the American All-Stars Great Series on Friday. Um, Corey Hedgecock will win that, I'm sure. If he, I'm assuming he's going there and not going to Bulls Gap, but I don't really know. Um, that's definitely one to watch if you're local. A volunteer Speedway Spring Thaw XR Super Series. Um, we're going to have twin $5,000 to win features uh, to work on our qualifying for Saturday for the big show and the big $100,000 100 lap race. Okay. Um, we got Southern All Stars at uh, Cochran Motor Speedway. I finally think I've learned how to say that word correctly. I apologize for all the times I butchered it previously. I think it's Cochran Speedway in Cochran, Georgia. Um, so, uh, that'll be cool for them. Uh, so yeah, uh, on Saturday, you're going to have the Bulls Gap. It's going to be the XR Super Series, $100,000 to win at Volunteer Speedway. Uh, your host, Casper, will be attending with your co-host that's on here every once in a while. Mr. JP will be there in attendance. Sitting in the tier park and cooking up a hamburger, maybe a hot dog, maybe a little Koneka sausage. I don't know. Check in on the Twitter and the Instagram. We will let you see what we're cooking. And, uh, hey, we're going to have a great time up there. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Crate Race in USA is going to be at Rome Speedway in Rome, Georgia. I believe Rome's been shut down for two years, so awesome to see that back going. Uh, they've got a $10,000 win Crate Race in USA race there on Saturday. Hopefully that works out for them. Kind of weird to see Rome race on Saturday. I believe Rome used to always race Sunday afternoon. It's a little bit strange, but hey, that's okay. Um, uh, the Southern All-Stars, again, will be at Cochran for another 10,000 win race. And the uh, American All-Stars Pro Late Model Series will be at Lake Cumberland Speedway in Burnside, Kentucky for 3,000 to win following their I-75 show um, on Friday. So, uh, lots of good things to look for. Um, I'm going to make a couple picks for you. Um, I'm going to take Corey Hedgecock to win at I-75 Friday night. I'm going to take J.D. and Dale McDowell to win the two features on Friday night. And that's just the luck of the draw because they could be in the same one. But I'm going to take J.D. and Dale McDowell to win. Uh, my backups will be Jimmy Owen. Sorry, Jimmy. My backups will be um, Chris Madden and Mike Marler. Um, <clears throat> if those two end up in the same same thing, that's that's just how it's gonna be. I know I've just picked four, but really only the first two count. So, um, Southern All Stars not picking it. Don't know who's gonna be there. Uh, XRR XRSS XR Super Series Volunteer for a hundred thousand win. <clears throat> I'm taking big money, man. You know I am. You know I am. Jonathan Davenport. For the dub, I'm doing it. It's uh, it's money time. Time to start making money. That's mid-April. Time to break out the Superman shirts and uh, start putting some money in the bank so we can get a million again this year. That's all I'm saying. All right, I believe in you, JD. I'll be there. Hey, wear my new shirt, by the way. <laughs> True story. I went to Bristol last week. Spent ninety-six dollars at the Fast Forty-Nine apparel trailer and zero to NASCAR hauler. Um, crate race in USA. I'm gonna take. I don't know. I'm going to take Jake Knowles. I'm sure he'll be down there for Great Race in USA. I'll take Jake Knowles for the one at Rome. And uh, that's all I got. So that's kind of my dirt picks this week. Um, really looking forward to uh, the old Spring Thaw 100 at Bulls Gap. I've only been there a couple times. Really enjoy the track. Uh, JP's going for the first time on Saturday. We'll be loaded up. We are going to be, like I said, in the tier parking. We're going to have a great time. Um, if any of you happen to you know, see us out there. Stop on by. 
I'll be easy to recognize. I'm wearing the same 49 hat that's on my head and my profile picture. So, uh, you know, feel free to stop by. Tell me I'm an idiot. Whatever. It's fine. Um, like I said, if any drivers want to come over, you know, quick, quick interview, I'll get you a hot dog. But uh, probably, I'm just joking. Probably not. Because uh, this is, uh, you know, I think I already said this in the next section. But, uh, you know, this is a fan's podcast. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Um, so, looking forward to a great, re- great weekend of racing. So, NASCAR pick recap. Trucks. Friday night, Ben Rhodes. Uh, Xfinity, Saturday, Josh Berry. Cup, Sunday, Kevin Harvick. Mark it down. Make your bets. Um, I was going to try to find y'all a long shot on FanDuel here. Let's see if I can stall long enough to do that um, while I pull that up. Uh, other random uh, racing thing this week. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I'm slow. Um, I forget. Oh, Scott Bloomquist. I think he's going to be on the broadcast for XR. If you guys cannot be at the at the Springthal, go ahead, get your XR subscription, watch it. We're going to have that on Friday night because I can't go Friday, unfortunately, because of work. Um, so I'm going to have to get this. I'm going to be watching it at home on Friday night. Um, we already got the subscription hooked up because we watched Tuesday. So uh, we're, me and JP is going to watch it from the house Friday, um, and then we're going to go from there on but i think scott bloomquist probably is going to be on the call so uh y'all y'all be sure to enjoy that um your long shot bet at uh martinsville hmm. i'm gonna go with aj almendinger at plus twenty thousand. Uh, i'm gonna bet it um one dollar bet would win you 200 i'm probably gonna put five so um, I usually have kind of been picking four drivers here in NASCAR and doing $5 a piece. So, um, definitely doing that. And, uh, Brad Keselowski also is another dark horser, but like I said, <clears throat> I'm going to go AJ Allmendinger for your, uh, your long shot. Okay. Um, it's not that it races like a road course, but AJ's just always kind of run good at Martinsville, uh, dating back to his, uh, days with uh jtd jar darty so uh in the 47 so i believe in aj and uh hey there you go if you guys want a long one make some money that's the one for you okay um other than that thank you all for listening this is going to be the end of the happy peppy friday part where i tell you guys hey have a great weekend and uh there's going to be probably an ad after this probably for rocky's operation wraps and then um after that we're going to I'm gonna, you're going to listen to me complain if you continue to go after that. So, now is your warning. If you'd like to turn this off, this is a good time to do so. If you want to hear me rant and rave and, you know, some of my real feelings about the Bristol Dirt Race that I held out of the podcast earlier in the week, they're in there. Also, some comments on Cody Ware's situation. And uh, I just didn't... I, I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to not have my negativity on a Friday. Okay? I'm leaving that there for you. If you want to, turn it off right now. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll miss you. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter, um, Facebook, whatever. Whatever you feel like doing. It You don't have to if you don't want to. But you really should, okay? Hey, send me your picks, guys. Send me your picks. I want to go to some kind of pick contest. I had that one figured out, and then the rain jacked that up. So we're trying to come up with something. So uh, for now, I'm going to tweet my picks on Friday, and uh, y'all just reply to them with yours as well, okay? Thank y'all for listening. Have a great weekend. If you're listening to the second part, enjoy my uh, bitching and moaning. And uh, other than that, we will see y'all on Monday. Calling all iRacers. This is an emergency alert. For those of you that have paint schemes that make you look slow, there is only one place to go, and that will be RockyTopRaceWraps.com. For all of your iRacing needs, you guys know the faster it looks, the faster it goes. A good wrap will add at least 15 horsepower. I've heard that some of the wraps from Rocky Top Race wraps add up to 97 horsepower. So I recommend you head on over there. Look at uh, RockyTopRaceWraps.com. Be sure to uh, send them a message. And uh, hey, they might give you a deal if you mention the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. They might. They probably will. 
but uh, head on over there uh, get some help making your ride look nice thanks all right y'all welcome welcome to the uh second half of the uh Friday preview show this week. It is, uh, this is not a preview. This is, um, a continuation of this week's earlier episode, um, where I talked about Bristol Dirt. And, um, I talked to, uh, some friends and family and <clears throat> a couple people listen to the show. And, um, some people said I was too, too kind on Bristol Dirt. And, um, since I've uh, made this show, I've come out with a few more opinions that I'd, I'd like to share with y'all. So, um, obviously, I really try to keep my Friday shows kind of positive. So, uh, I, you guys know, I told you, if you want to turn it off after the Friday preview's over, I would tell you. So, if you're here, welcome to my den of... Um, I'm just going to be honest, this is going to be a lot of bitching. So, this is pretty much going to be a Casper bitch fest. Um, for those of you that know me, I do this from time to time in real life, and I apologize you're listening to it, but I did put it at the end of the podcast today, just so that you guys could skip over it, okay? So, back to Bristol Dirt. Let's talk about all the things that are wrong with Bristol Dirt, okay? I, um, I'm a dirt race fan first, kind of. I don't really know. I like NASCAR before I like dirt. I like both of them equally, and, um... I don't know, man. Right. But uh, NASCAR and Bears start racing this weekend at Bristol. Um, as a Dirt fan, it was really cool for me to see, like, my Dirt ha- fan half. It was really cool to see Davenport go over there and run NASCAR. If I was just a NASCAR fan, I knew nothing about Dirt, nothing about Jonathan Davenport, I'd probably be like, <laughs> them Dirt guys can't drive. Let me tell you, I've... Uh, I've had this debate multiple times this week um, with some people that should know better, just to be honest, but some that, you know, some that just have big heads. I don't know what to tell you, but anyways, it's one of these things, okay? Um, the debate that's come up a lot is, uh, are dirt drivers or NASCAR drivers better, Okay. This is the one that's really on my mind right now. And then we're going to go into some more of the issues I had with the actual Bristol NASCAR race. But let me just tell you. Um, I don't know that one is more difficult than the other. Um, there's only a few people on the face of the planet, in my opinion, that are qualified to answer that question. Those are people that have won it both at the highest level. Um, so, Tony Stewart has won... At the highest levels of dirt racing, sprint car, late model, he's won both. Um, Kyle Larson has won both sprint car, late models, NASCAR. Mm. He's also, I mean, the other thing that, so I really, Kyle Larson is the best person to answer the question, but it's not a big enough sample size, really. But, I mean, you know. Kyle Larson uh, has won cup races, he's won truck races, he's won Xfinity races, he's won dirt late model races, he's run sprint car races, and if he'd run a modified race, he'd probably win that. He's won midget races. Um, I mean, Kyle Larson's probably going to win the Indy 500 next year or the year after. Um, So, he is the one the most qualified to answer the question on which is the more difficult and who's more talented. He would be the one person that's qualified but i think that kyle similar to myself has a respect for all disciplines and he's not going to tell you i believe i believe and i'm biased so i'll I'll admit that as you know this is a show for for the fans by a fan okay casper is nothing but a fan casper the host is a race fan all right but listen so i'm pretty sure that i've heard kyle larson say before that the competition is toughest in the dirt late model world. And I think that's because it's so cutthroat how much money they spend um, compared to how much money they make, um, how much time and effort these guys put into it, um, the tires. You know, to me, I think <clears throat> the biggest things that lead to some difficulty in dirt late model racing is your tire selection for a race, how short the races are, and how good the drivers are. Um, 
something I think that's really underappreciated is the fact that, you know, most super late model races, 50 laps, right? On a on an average week, if we're talking 50 lap, 40 lap, 50 lap show. I know they go up to 100, but those are those are rare. I mean, they're they're becoming more frequent, but they're still considered rare. Okay, and uh, and 50 laps, if you are in a 24 car field, you have to start making passes if you're not in the top five immediately. And um, I think, you know, with late models, the track changes a lot. With late models. Um, the track is crowded. Um, I think Kyle Larson's biggest thing is just the competition as far as how good some of the guys are and how much money and time and effort these guys spend um, dirt late mall stuff. So I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard him say. I would go back and look for the interviews, but I don't care enough to do that for y'all because I'm telling you what I've heard. If somebody wants to argue with me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Contemplations. Um... I'd be glad to uh, fight with you. Hopefully you can find a Kyle Larson video of him telling me that, you know, cup racing is the hardest. Um, good luck with that. I don't think it's out there. Um, so, yeah. So that's the first debate. I've had that debate on and off all day. And I just want you guys to know, I don't know that there is a set division that's hardest. Um, and I'm not qualified to answer as a race fan. I don't really think drivers that only do one um, discipline or qualified to answer it either. If you're an asphalt guy and you grew up an asphalt guy racing on a local asphalt track, you're probably going to say that asphalt's harder. If you're a dirt guy that grew up racing on a dirt track, you're probably going to say dirt's harder. If you're Kyle Larson and you've done all of it, you really have nothing to gain. Well, I mean, some people go, well, Kyle Larson's just not going to make NASCAR mad. Obviously, NASCAR... Uh, listen, Kyle Larson don't give a damn to make NASCAR mad. He sat there at Bristol last week and said that they don't belong on dirt. Okay? Which leads me to my next point. Okay? NASCAR Cup Series... I'm, I'm, don't get mad. The NASCAR Cup Series does not belong on a dirt track for a points race. Okay? They just don't. Alright. I've got I've got a few reasons. Um number one, the cars. Number two, um the format of the race that they have to run on dirt. Um number three, um what it does to the racing compared to the rest of their racing. Like those are these are my three points. Okay. Number one, the cars are not made to go on dirt. Alright. When we you go to a local track, anybody that's listening to this has been to their local Hometown Dirt Track knows. What division do you hate to see come out on the track right before a feature? Street stock, factory stock, B-Hobby, whatever you want to call it. You hate to see them come out there. Because what do they do? They spin out all the time. They spin, they spin, they spin. These cars are not... These these straight... These cars don't have enough travel in the rear ends and stuff to really just do good on a dirt track and be fast. They're not locked into the track, and they can't be. It's just it's how they're built. They're, the suspension in the rear end is just not the same as a, as a late model that we've come to watch. Like it's just it is what it is, you know. And um, so when I say that, because the cars, you know, you have to drive the track. Basically, you have to run these super dry race tracks. Okay, um, I think. That the track prep at Bristol, as I said, I was there all three years. The track prep was the best it's been. It was super smooth. Uh, it felt like the banking was more progressive. As they, I'm sure they noted on TV. I didn't watch, but I'm sure they noted on TV. Um, they did a great job with the track prep this year. Super good job. I think keeping the late models and stuff off of it probably helped with their progressive banking. I think that you know not abusing the dirt probably helped with that. And I, and I think they really got it rolled in to where it. Um, it was just smooth, and uh, it worked pretty good. I know there was a seam over there in three and four, um, you know, and that's <clears throat> that's just part of racing. It happens on dirt tracks, but you know, I think it's a pretty smooth track. I would compare their track prep <laughs> to Four Eleven Motor Speedway, which is one of those places that I've tell you guys on here for whatever reason that track puts on good daytime dirt racing because it's slick. I don't know. But, again, that's not a place they cut a lot. They don't dig it up a lot. When they race there, they don't put water on it. 
They don't cut it. There's no track prep, really, down there. It's smooth when you get there. It's smooth when you leave. It's The only difference is it's black when you leave. That's the difference. Um, so I think they kind of took their track prep kind of that direction. I think it went well. But <clears throat> it just makes for slow. I mean, it's slow. It's embarrassing when you go there on the dirt and the, the their dirt lap's, what, 21, 22 seconds, something like that. And they go there on concrete and they're running 14 seconds. If you've never been to Bristol and watched how hard these guys haul the mail um, on the concrete track in NASCAR, you know, I'm sorry. It's fantastic. <laughs> they're absolutely moving around that place for being as small as it is. They're racing around a football field and they're doing, you know, what, 120 in the corner? I mean, they're they're hauling ass, man. They're, they really are. You go to a dirt track, these guys are slow in the corners, okay? Uh, street stocks in particular. Now, you take a dirt super late model and you go put them out there at Bristol, they're going to run a 14-second lap or 13 and a half. You know, I think that the fastest I saw there when they had supers there last year, I want to say it was like Ricky Weiss or um, Kyle Strickler, somebody like that, and practice ran like a 13 five eight or eight five I, don't quote me i'm not doing research i'm just telling you but basically they're as fast as a cup car is <clears throat> on concrete and the cup cars are six seven seconds slower it just <clears throat> it makes a cup race embarrassing it, it really does uh to know what they could have there and what they do have there okay so that's it on the cars all right next this is possibly the biggest one for me, okay? Um, and I have a real problem with this, okay? Um, if you're a NASCAR fan, you know that one of the, the hot topics of debate this year has been, can the Clash... Sorry, I'm a bit parched and uh, my throat's hurting a little bit. But um, can the Clash be run as a points race? The Clash of the Coliseum. Can that be a NASCAR Cup Series points race at that track? And, um, <clears throat> you know... Personally, I've always said the answer is no because it's too small. We don't run the same format. Well, I started thinking about it this week. Um, by that logic, the Bristol Dirt Race should not be a NASCAR Cup points race. Okay, The format sucks. Um, it's not the for same format. I think if you're having a point series, you should be able to earn the same amount of points in the same way every week. Um. But NASCAR doesn't heat race every week. If I want to do that every week, that's fine. But I think we have to have some consistency. When you go to a World of Outlaws show, they don't decide to skip heat races one week. Do they? When you go to a Lucas show, do they just say, eh, we're going to skip that? And by the way, um, we're going to pick your tires for you. I mean, like, it's just, <clears throat> it's, uh, so, points... The whole race format matters to me for a series. Okay, I don't like that it's different. Uh, Formula One is this is another you know popular series that that uses different formats over a race weekend. They have some uh, weekends now. They have sprint races. Okay, I really don't like the fact that it's not the same every weekend. I really don't. I mean, there's a there's a couple dirt series that use different um, point formats. Different race formats based off of how much money their races pay. And that's them trying to save the teams a little bit of money. Um, and that's regional series, not national series. And that's different. But for the NASCAR Cup Series, um, their races should look the same whether it's on dirt or asphalt. Okay, I know the whole thing about pit road and all that. But here's the problem. <clears throat> your team, your pit crew is part of your team at the end of the day. This is uh, this is a driver sport, but this is also a team sport. I mean, I'm just being honest with y'all. This is a team sport. It takes a whole mix out of the race. Um, this race was clearly won by a strategy call that was made um, because of how the race was set up before the race was made. This is clearly a decision that Bell's team was going to make that won them the race on their pit stops. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't a bad decision, but because there's no pitting under yellow no teams really had any options i think halfway through the first stage people realized what they needed to do and some people could have tried to match or whatever and they didn't i don't like that there's no 
with the way they run the modified pit stops, or there's no green flag stops you can put on fuel and tires unless you have a damaged tire. It's dumb. I'm fine with doing that truck series at a standalone event. I'm not at all okay doing the Xfinity series. Just for the record, I'm not. Um, it's it's too big for that. But the truck series, I'm okay with it. Like I, I understand the truck series, but in in the Cup series, you have to have live pit stops every week if you're paying points. If you don't, it's not really a points race. It's just not fair. Uh, we're having an all-star race that is going to be set based off a of pit stop. Um, and it's going to have live pit stops in it. And um, So clearly pit stops is a part of the sport. But when we go to an event like this, we completely take that out of the game. And um, <clears throat> you, don't get to, you don't go to a football game and take extra points out. Um, you know, you don't go to a baseball game and, you know take out, you know, a walk on four balls. I mean, you don't <laughs> you don't just change the rules because the field's different or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's it's um I don't know. I'm not okay with all the 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 actual event format changes as far as points and starting order and finishing order, blah 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 blah. It's ignorant. If the pit stops have to be the same every track, okay? Um so there's also that so that's that's that issue. The points format has to be the same all the across the board. Now just to go back to the Coliseum thing, if I'm NASCAR and I want to race in Southern California next year, and I know that Auto Club's not going to be open, I'm running the race at Coliseum as a points race, 100% am. Uh, like, not even, no questions asked. It's going to be a points race, and there isn't really an argument because this we've already run a dirt race with the same format three years in a row. There isn't really an argument to be had. Unless Dale Jr. goes out there and says that the format has to be, you know, different, then that's what we're going to do. I just it, That's <clears throat> that's truth of the matter. Um, that's their plan. They haven't said it. I think that's their plan. I've been wrong before, but I think that's their plan. And um, it sucks. And uh, we should not be having any points races. That's no live pit stops and um, – no opportunity for strategy because that's a major part of our game. This is a team sport, not just a driver sport, okay? So, all right, there's the race format. There's point number two. Point number three is it changes the racing, okay? This whole thing where we can't decide when to throw a caution is a joke. If any of those spins that happen in the back of the race, which some of you on TV didn't see because you weren't there, but some of these spins that happen in the back, there's probably four to five they didn't throw cautions for. If that happened on Bristol Concrete, it was a caution. 100%. Just was. Problem is, they can't run more than three laps without spinning out because of point number one. The cars can't handle this track. They're not built for this. They're just not built for this. <clears throat> At all. Okay? They're just not built for it. So, let's quit doing it. Um, yeah. That's what I got. NASCAR doesn't belong on dirt. Because the cars suck, because they have to change the format, because the pits will be dangerous. I understand that pitting will be dangerous. So you have two options. You can either tell them to suck it up on the pits, or you cannot have one. Just based off that alone, in my opinion. Um, you know, and like I said, number three, it changes how we call races. That's not, it's like changing the strike zone because you're at uh, Wrigley Field. It's like, no. It's not how it works. You don't change the, the strike zone from Wrigley Field to Truist Park to Yankee Stadium. You know? You don't change the size of the end zone from uh, Lambeau to Meadowlands. You don't change how tall the basket is off the ground from the Garden to Oracle or whatever the hell they call it out there in Golden State now. I mean, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? We can't. You have to have some consistency if you want to if you want to remain professional. If NASCAR wants to go WWE, that's fine. We can keep doing this crap. But the more I think about it, the more I'm over it. Um, I bought into it for a while because I felt like it really brought some love to the dirt side of it, and I think that's why I really liked it for a while. For the first two years, was because uh, it it brought attention to dirt racing, and I love dirt racing. And um, I thought it would bring some appreciation for dirt racing. Um, and it did. But it's just, it's not NASCAR, man. Like, if you know, if we're going to cover Bristol and dirt, let's run super late models. Let's quit running NASCAR. I mean, that's how I feel about it. I've seen them both run it. 
Late models are much more entertaining. I apologize. I have to eat a bite of this Uncrustable because I'm about to die. But, listen. It's just... It's basic knowledge, okay? I mean... Gotta be consistent. Gotta run the same race every week. It's not fair to change it based off of the track. We don't go to Daytona and Talladega and run a five-lap race, even though that's what we need to do. Because that would be changing the format of NASCAR. Why would we do that? I mean, duh. I really don't even know that I like the thing now that I think about it. We're really getting into it here. I don't really know that I like road courses not having stage breaks. I really don't. I'd like to see both come back when I really start to think about this. Because I feel like <clears throat> for the pureness, the pureness, I'm about to get on a rant. All you clowns that get on Twitter and talk about, we need the pure racing aspect. You want that pureness. Well, how pure is it if you're over here running cautions at stages at one track and not at the other? I'd personally be fine to just never throw a caution at stage break again. And just award points. Because those points matter either way. They really do. And it, it would really ramp the strategy up. Even at a mile and a half racetrack, it would ramp the strategy up. So, um, NASCAR needs some consistency that they don't have on tracks, on format, and uh, on their caution decisions. I mean, the caution thing is a complete joke. I didn't really rip on it that hard because I was trying to take it easy. I talk to too many people and I can't take it easy anymore. NASCAR doesn't belong on dirt. Dirt does not suck. All you people out there that tell me that because the NASCAR race was bad that dirt sucks, you are wrong. When me and JP go to Bulls Gap on Saturday night when they're racing super late models for $100,000 to win. It's going to be a 100 lap race, $100,000 to win. 10 to go. The 12 car spins out from third in front of the entire field there. I know the caution's coming out. I just want y'all to know that. I, it's not even a question. I know. I used to know what a caution was in a NASCAR race. Now I have to question that because they're more worried about their damn TV windows. Hey, to hell with the TV windows. Nobody cares. Make the racing consistent. Call it the same. Okay? No, I didn't want to have a Bristol dirt race with 20 cautions and 250 laps. I'm going to be honest. I didn't. But that's kind of what we should have had. 14 wasn't enough for that race. Based off how people were driving. It is what it is. You guys want to go race there? That's what you're going to get. Dirt racing doesn't suck. Okay? Dirt racing is different than NASCAR. And it's better than NASCAR in some ways. There's some things that are, you know, I like about NASCAR that, you know, dirt racing doesn't have. When I go to NASCAR, I get to go to awesome facilities. Week in, week out, like Bristol, where you can get a barbecue Sunday, or you can go to Talladega and you can get a Talamento cheese sandwich that has like seven different kinds of cheese and a hot dog on a grilled cheese. It's fantastic. Or I can get a big one meatball, or I can go to Martinsville and get a Martinsville hot dog. You know, there's there's things that I like about NASCAR tracks that, I, you know, dirt just doesn't have going on. I mean, you know. I don't know what to tell y'all, but uh, <sighs> don't be knocking dirt because you didn't like the Bristol dirt race for NASCAR. If you don't like dirt, I'll tell you what, if you don't like dirt, you think it's junk, before you tell me it's junk, you let me know, and uh, I'll find you a dirt race to go to if you're, if you're here in the Knoxville area, and you listen to this, and you think dirt racing is trash. NASCAR is not. Hit me up. We'll we'll change that. I, I I have taken a lot of people to a dirt race, and I have not ever taken anybody to a dirt race that said this is terrible. I just want you to know that. I'm not taking anybody to a dirt race that wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is uh, more exciting than I thought. I've never taken anybody to a dirt race that came back. It was like, I'm never going again. Even my wife, and she's one of the only people that doesn't just love it, but she doesn't, you know, I'm just saying, uh, she's not a sports person at all, so she doesn't appreciate it, but, you know, it's one of those things, it's it's tough to hear, and I've heard a lot of that this week, locally in East Tennessee, uh, I've heard that, you know, dirt racing's junk, asphalt's where it's at, 
We need more asphalt tracks back. But, but no, dirt racing is fantastic. Bristol dirt is not real dirt racing. It's a show. Okay, it is what it is. I, I'm glad I went. I enjoyed it. I'm glad NASCAR's done their experiment. But it's time to mark experiment over and move on to the next plan. Which involves two concrete races at Bristol. Okay. Alright. Anything else I want to rip on while we're here? I think I'm done with Bristol. So now I'm going to rip uh, another item from the weekend. Rick Ware Racing can go to hell. Frankly. Um, the team owner's son... Cody Ware goes out, beats somebody. Okay, uh, all right. This is America, so we presume people innocent until proven guilty. But he is accused beating somebody. And you come out and say that he had a personal matter to take care of, so he's going to miss the race this weekend. And then it's announced on Monday that he was arrested for felony assault. I mean, felony assault. Come on now. That's a joke. Okay. Me and JP were watching the heat races on Saturday for NASCAR, right? And we're watching the cup heats, and the 51 rolls out there, and we noticed the first thing right off the rip, both of us. It says Crafton right across the top glass. We're like, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, immediately, there's two things that I knew. One, that uh, they knew for a while, which they did on Monday. It had been a while. Uh, two, um... It wasn't going to be a good thing that he missed for. <laughs> um, as you guys know, usually if there's a death in the family or an injury or whatever, they usually leave the driver's name. Like Josh Berry is racing a Josh Berry fire suit, but said Elliot on his car every race, as far as I know. And um, it's not good when your name is pulled off the car, especially when your dad owns the team. But I'm ashamed of the team for not coming out and saying that he is going to be suspended indefinitely until this investigation is over and that NASCAR had to do that. Um, I'm, I'm ashamed of that. Uh, you know, they should do better than that. Um, I hope they finish 37th every race and I hope that NASCAR takes their charter and sells it to Dale Jr. Straight up. It's, it's, it's unacceptable. Frankly, it's just, it's unacceptable. I don't know what else to tell you. It's unacceptable. Um, so, Matt Crafton did all right. Matt Crafton is one of them guys. I've watched him race dirt modifieds uh, at Florence. It was the first time I've seen it live. But we were at Florence Speedway up there, and he was up there racing with the high side. Tickler, Kyle Strickler. And um, Strickler was running late models. It was the first year he was running late models. And he, he actually started the um, modified feature at the back and went from the back to the front because that's you know what he does. But, um. Crafton was up there, and he's just one of the guys, man, he don't give an inch. That's why he's still in the truck series. Frankly, that's why he's a career truck series driver, because he just he doesn't race well. He just he doesn't give an inch, and so he doesn't get an inch. He'd rather wreck than give an inch. And um, Anyways, I watched him race a lot of that race. He is not going to be in the car again this weekend. This weekend, we're going to have Zane Smith in the 51 uh, for Rick Ware Racing. That'll be much more entertaining. Uh, for me as a fan to watch that and see how Zane can do in the cup car uh, for Rick Ware Racing. So, um, other than that, is there any other news I need to rip on? Um, this show will no longer be drinking Bud Light. Not that we ever drank it to start with because it's disgusting. But uh, we'll no longer be doing that. We'll leave that at that. Um, Nike is no longer a uh, part of the show. Um, so I recommend you buy something better like Under Armour. I don't know. I, I'm. Anyways, I seen Twitter went off today because Eddie DeHaunt went on there and said something. So, um, you know, good job, Eddie, for just speaking the truth. You're a better man than me. I, I, I can't do it. So I'm proud of you for that. But anyways, other than that, <clears throat> thank you guys for tuning in to today's show and listen to your traditional Friday preview show. Uh, with the picks for the weekend, and uh, and then listening to this. If you've made it to this point, I'm sorry about all the complaining I just did. But there are just some facts that need to get out there. And um, everybody's got to understand, man, like, we shouldn't do this again unless we're going to have live pit stops. And uh, we really shouldn't have live pit stops. We just don't have the cars on dirt. It's just not... <clears throat> it's not enjoyable for the fans to watch. Um... 
I struggle with the fact there was four leaders and no lead, there was zero lead changes in the last stage. Think about that. Zero lead changes in 100 laps. That's not what we want to end a race anywhere. Dirt, asphalt, whatever. I don't give a damn. We don't want that. So NASCAR, if you're listening, no more dirt for points. You can We can have an exhibition dirt race. I think it's a great idea. Make it an all-star race 2.0 whatever uh bring some dirt guys up make it a mix take like the top 20 in points and then uh bring some dirt guys in for the rest of the cars or something but no more points racing on dirt and please god do not make the coliseum points race either i know you're going to but please don't you've heard it here first all right folks thank y'all for listening have a great weekend uh be sure to turn tune in to, uh, to nascar Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, we got uh, Truck and Xfinity qualifying. Saturday, we've got Truck and Xfinity race. Uh, Sunday, we got the Cup race. So, y'all be sure to tune into all those. Friday night, after you're done watching, well, while you're watching the Truck race, you're going to need two screens, okay? Two screen alert. You're also going to need to get on XR and tune into the um, the Spring Thaw Night 1 with a twin $5,000 features at Bulls Gap. I will not be there Friday night. I really wanted to go. It just didn't work out this time. We had tickets to go. We bought tickets in December to go to this race, but it just it didn't work out. So we'll be there Saturday. We're not going to be there Friday, uh, but y'all should all tune in and watch that. If you want to knock on dirt racing, watch that, and you won't anymore. It's going to be fantastic. Um, other than that, thank you all for listening. Hope it's been uh okay show today my last show is a little dry i'm trying i'm trying to get it live and back up hoping that uh, next week we're going to get you guys some more content with the man the myth the legend jp after we attend the spring thaw we're going to try to get a little post-race commentary there going we'll let you guys know what we did we're going to be in tier parking so you know that means the grill's going and uh we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a good time so any uh dirt drivers you know if you're hungry uh, come on over. We'll bring enough to feed about three of you. Um, do you want a hot dog? You just got to do an interview with the podcast. Just kidding. I'm not ever putting you on my podcast because this is by the fans for the fans. So, um, other than that, thank y'all for listening. We will indeed see y'all next time. Appreciate you. Bye. Just as a reminder, please give the show five stars give it a review wherever you're listening at uh, we are now found on apple podcast google podcast stitcher as well as spotify um, if you can please leave us any comments reviews that you can uh, get in touch with us at our social that'll be on twitter at c contemplations that'll be on facebook at content flag contemplations podcast on tiktok at casper 943 please give us a follow Please give us a shout. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns about the show, that's where you can reach me. Thanks.